Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafi Salam and our topic today will be the downside of success, experiencing loneliness at the top. Now I'll start off this podcast by saying that this is going to be uh, First World Problems 101. Uh, needless to say, uh, people would much rather be successful, even if it means experiencing the downsides of success. Um, but, uh, but nevertheless, we should be aware that there is, uh, uh, you know, a few downsides to success. Uh, certainly not to take away from, um, the downsides of the alternative, which I think, uh, most would agree are more prominent and more, uh, can be more dangerous in many ways. Uh, when we're talking about survival and, and basic needs being met, uh, the downsides of success aren't as uh, alarming uh, as, uh, or concerning, I should say, as the downsides of not being successful. Nevertheless, here we go. Uh, so that obviously success when it comes to financial success or career success, um, academic success, uh, the more successful you are, the closer you're getting to the top uh, of whatever it might be, finance, career, academia. Um, and the closer you get to the top, the fewer peers you'll have around you. So if you can think of a normal distribution bell curve, uh, often the greatest concentration of people tends often to be in the middle. And thus, the, the further you get to the, the point of success, that, uh, uh, that area where mo many people wish that they could be, you'll find that view very few people are actually there. Um, and as you become more and more successful in finance, in career, in, uh, in academia, you'll find fewer and fewer people around you, uh, which can result in a certain feeling of loneliness, certainly. Um, so what, what happens when, when that is the case? Generally, uh, the public, when you complain about this, you know, I don't have no one to talk to, no one knows what I'm going through. The general public will often be like, well, talk about first world problems. Like, I'm out here struggling to make ends meet, working a minimum wage job at, uh, you know, uh, maybe I haven't gotten an education yet. I'm not working the uh, career of my dreams. And here you are, achieved all three of those things that I'm trying to achieve, and you're complaining about how lonely it is at the top. Give me a break. Now, that response in and of itself would suggest... Uh, and even or rather would trigger a greater level of loneliness because now you feel like not only do you not have people around you to to talk with similar experiences but in addition to that you also feel weird bringing it up mentioning it as though your mental health and your experience is now diminished and you're not allowed to talk about your experiences because you've experienced the kind of success that you have it's as though that because you have achieved what others wish that they could achieve, any complaint you have related to those achievements are thought to be first world problems, are thought to be, you know, uh, grandstanding, virtue signaling, you name it. And thus it makes you feel even more isolated and even more alone. Now, in true empowering the opposition form, we'll also discuss the idea that perhaps complaining about this, you know, loneliness at the top idea. Um, is something that uh, can be sort of limited uh, because the majority of people, um, you know, haven't been able to experience the kind of success that some people, some others have. And thus, it, it may take away from their experience of not being financially successful, not being academically 
successful or professionally successful that could uh, that could then uh, shine a light on their own um, experiences and make them feel worse. So as you try to gain some uh, some sort of standing in community, talking about your experiences feeling lonely at the top and there's no one to talk to, you might actually be alienating and hurting more people emotionally than you may realize. And thus, maybe it is best to sort of keep your mouth shut uh, if uh, if you've experienced some uh, sort of success and, um, and you know, you want to talk about some of the downsides of it. Uh, one of the funny example comes to mind is one of my friends are like, oh, my house is too big. There's just nobody here. And every time I wake up, it's just like, you know, you talk and there's like, uh, echoes all over the place, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm sort of like saying like, hey, it's cool that you're talking to me about this, but a lot of people, if you were to say something like that to them, they would just like, they would want to punch you in the face. Um, so there's that element too of just being, you know, knowing your audience and being aware of who you can talk to about what. And of course, on the other side of the spectrum is regardless of what you've achieved and what you've done, your experience is still your experience. So if there's something that you want to talk about that you need to talk about, you have just as much a right to talk about it as anybody else does. And in some ways, you might even be able to say something like, you know, my personal experience, whatever it might be, voicing my experience and voicing my concerns, even if it does take away from uh, some of the perspectives of others who may be uh, may not have achieved as much success. It, it's not. That's not our business. That's not my business. My experience is not diminished because others have not experienced what I've experienced. Um, so there are certainly two sides uh, to that particular conversation. Now, some of the experiences that you might have as you are more and more successful is that random people will come out of nowhere, hit you up, and say, "Oh, you're you're my long lost cousin from you know three generations past," and you know, uh, can you help me out a little bit? Can you help me out here? Can you write a letter of recommendation? Can I borrow a couple thousand dollars? You know, so you'll certainly uh, see some of that come up. And that can be very, it can put you in a very interesting position because now you're like, well, this is my family member. This is my friend. I want to be there for him. But at the same time, it just, it, it rubs you the wrong way because it's building dependency and you can see that your success is being weaponized against you. Like, oh, you achieved it and you would not have done you would not have achieved what you've achieved had it not been for me playing a small role in your life story. And now you feel somewhat obligated to give back, even though um, you might not think that they've really done much uh, in influencing your success. Uh, so there's that element. Uh, there's, of course, the loneliness element of people who, let's say you you run an organization um, and you're at the top of that organization you can basically guarantee that the people that you interact with uh, within that organization on a daily basis, uh, the way that they interact with you is not uh, often their genuine selves. So what I mean by that is that when when they're interacting with you, they're on their best behavior. Uh, they might say things to appease you. They might not always be honest with you. Hey, does my does my tie look nice today? even if it's a crappy, crappy tie. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful tie. It really brings out your earrings or whatever it might be. Like, you know, so even if they're they're 
uh, lying about it, but you see where they're coming from. If you're head of that organization, you have a lot of pull, you have a lot of influence, and they don't want to lose their jobs. So they'll play a role uh, in order to appease you. And that's when you go back home, you might say to yourself, does anyone treat me genuinely? Is anyone in my life genuine with me? Or is everyone just playing a role so this way, you know, they, they can keep their jobs or they can keep their standing in society? Uh, again, first world problem, but it's it, it can really get to you because, you know, who wants to be treated in that kind of way? You know, yes, you might have experienced a great deal of success academically, financially, and professionally. But when no one treats you genuinely, it can be such a lonely feeling that you feel like none of it might have been worth it. Now, again, of course, first world problems. Uh, most people who are successful, despite experiencing these things, would much rather be successful with all of these things as opposed to not successful and have a, a bunch of social contacts and things like that and people being genuine with them. Uh, in addition, if you're sort of high up in middle management, uh, might not be as lonely, but nevertheless, you might have people sort of scheming against you behind the scenes, um, you know, maybe setting you up for failure in one way or another, so this way they can uh, 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 take over the role that you have in the organization, and, you know, people who you thought were your friends are actually backstabbing you, so this way they can advance their careers, advance professionally, advance academically, and advance uh, financially. So there are certainly downsides to success. It's not all good. Uh, it's not all bad either. Um, and again, I can't stress this enough that, you know, talking about the downside of success um, is by no means a, an attempt to take away from the downside of not being successful. It's not a competition. It's not the Oppression Olympics. Uh, we, I think it's just important to recognize that no matter who you are and where you fall on the socioeconomic spectrum, um, you know, people are people and they genuinely want uh, to have uh, the human experience and experience the, the, the full slew of human emotions and, and everything that goes along with it. Uh, so, you know, it's important to talk about these things, in my opinion. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time. <laughs>